Today on the Dynasty Rewind, we give you trade targets for rebuilding teams starting now. You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is once again back in business. Joined as always by my faithful co-host, Nate, the Professor Christian, looking very scholarly tonight. How are you, Nate? Thank you. Thank you. Been reading up on um, some of these players that we got to buy, Mike, because there's there's value all throughout fantasy football right now. Yeah. And, you know, I've been doing my research. Yeah, well, you're always doing your research. You love value. We love value. We don't hate players. We hate values. We also like values at the Dynasty Rewind. So welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. We hope this past weekend of fantasy football goodness was good to you. In which case, if unless you were playing me, then I hope it wasn't good, but it probably was. So yeah, hopefully my Scott Fishbowl team did well. Yes. All right. So Nate, let's get into it. Let's kick off with a wide receiver trade target. I like where your head's at here. I'm going to let you explain it. But just so you know, I've been getting a lot of questions about this player. I think people uh, questioning him with the quote-unquote alpha wide receiver that's present on his team as well. But Nate, why don't you go ahead and kick it off and tell us who you got and most importantly, why and how much. Yep, I got the wide receiver 47 on the season. Jalen Waddle is someone I think uh, that we, if you're a rebuilding team, you need to go out and try to buy right now. I think this is a great buy low window. We know we talk about buy lows all the time. Everyone wants a buy low. This is one of the true buy lows that you'll get. Um, and it's pretty special because Jalen Waddle is a top 12 um, wide receiver in Dynasty. He's attached to one of the best offenses. No, not one of the best offenses. Currently the best offense ever to exist in the NFL uh, through five games. So I want a piece of that, especially at a value right now, which Jalen Waddle is. Um, you know, Averaging 7.8 yards after the catch per reception, Mike. That is elite numbers right there. He is, That's third most tied with Debo Samuel, only behind DJ Moore and Tyreek Hill. So elite numbers we're talking about with Jalen Waddle, creating yards after the catch in that Miami Dolphins offense. You know, he's wide receiver 47 because he's missed time. You know, he did miss a game. He's, you know, dealt with a couple of different injuries. He's been limited in the games that he's played. But his slow start has not been because of talent. He's averaging 2.08 yards per route run, which is 28th best in the league, minimum of 15 targets. So he's still, you know, a good wide receiver. He's putting out production. Um, he's right there with DK Debo, CD Lamb, Jamar Chase in that category. They're about 2.2. So his numbers are very similar. Um, he's the 18th highest graded wide receiver by PFF right now through the season. So this, this slow start is not because of the talent. We know the situation's good. It's just been a slow start due to injury. Go acquire right now because you can acquire for the guy who was just mentioning with similar production, Debo Samuel, but you're getting younger. I think you're getting better with Jalen Waddle. So I'd make that move trading Debo Samuel. You know, I think you might need to add a second on top of that to get Jalen Waddle. But Mike, I was going through trades um, on DLF trying to find some trades with Jalen Waddle, and I saw him get moved for Debo Samuel. I saw him get moved for Christian Watson, who, you know, came back, has had a couple, you know, big plays. I've seen him move for Cooper Cup. If you're a rebuilding team, it's a great time to move Cooper Cup off your, your roster, get him to a contender where they want to, you know, get those points, pick up Jalen Waddle. It's a, you know, it's a great swap for them. It's a great swap for you. Works both ways. If you don't want to trade a player, a first and a second round pick, 
you know, might be able to get it done with someone who's ready to move on for Jalen Waddle, maybe someone who's scared that, you know, Tyreek Hill is truly the alpha there and uh, Waddle's for some reason just uh, the odd guy out. I like this especially because Tyreek Hill has stated he's going to retire for the 2025 season. So if he's playing second fill, he finished his wide receiver eight last year. Yeah. I mean, this whole season has been weird with wide receivers. Devonta Smith not playing like he was last year. Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson going on injured reserve, possibly as of right now. It just hasn't been what we so buy the dip. Like we always tell you, I love this. I would absolutely buy Jalen Waddle in a rebuild. It makes sense. And I am going to go ahead and try to trade for San Francisco 49ers wide receiver, Brandon Ayuk. I like that. That's right. So as I last checked, he was currently the wide receiver 17 and he missed the game. It's pretty impressive. Probably be up higher if he hadn't missed that game. He looks great in this high powered offense. Odd to say that an offense with Brock Purdy at the helm is high-powered, but here we are. Nate, you and I have discussed this before. We feel that he's the best pure wide receiver on this team. Yeah, for sure. It's not Danny Gray. It's not Jalen Hurd. It's not Debo Samuel. That's Juan not, Johnson. It's not Juwan Johnson. That's not knocking Debo Samuel and what he does from fantasy aspect. We just both feel that Brandon Ayuk is the best pure wide receiver. And he's blossoming with second-year quarterback Brock Purdy. They've got a good connection. They've got everything that we want to see from a quarterback wide receiver connecting. So he's currently overshadowed by bigger names. But again, you're rebuilding. He's overshadowed by guys like Justin Jefferson, A.J. Brown, Jamar Chase. He's going to be a solid wide receiver, too, on your team at the very least. And he's going to have weeks where he could finish as a wide receiver one especially when they're hanging 42 points on the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I love right, this, I just, Mike. I wanted to say that. <laughs> love that. I, I love this Brandon Ayuk call, man. Keep going. Yeah, I, I love it, and I know he's – we always look for studs, okay? And I, I feel like I understand that you always look for studs, but sometimes you can't always get studs. He's about as close to a stud as you're going to get without having to pay that price. Yeah. You need to solidify your number two spots as well, running back two, quarterback two, wide receiver two tight end too we'll get there right now so the cost to acquire right now if you know you're rebuilding so you're making moves you probably have multiple first round picks i'm going to try to pay at the most the latest 24 first that i can project right now mm -hmm. but i'm going to try starting with 224 seconds or you know you can use him as the tear down type trade from older players like mike evans who's playing pretty well keenan allen playing really well and guys like Cooper Cup coming back, having a really good first half against Philadelphia. And then Sean Desai made some excellent adjustments, which, you know, Jonathan Gannon could never because he could only coach with the lead. I said it. So these are guys that I'm willing to move off of. And are these great players? Do they have, I don't want to say they have a higher ceiling than Brandon Egg, but we know what they can do. They're not going to help a rebuilding team. They're not. Again, you're rebuilding. We need to get younger. And Brandon Ayuk, I thought I wrote his age down. I think he's 25, 26. He's, he's uh, 25 and a half. There you go. So he, look, split the difference. I said 25, 26. He's right in between. So you're going to have him on your team for a while. And Nate, let's move on to the most important position in fantasy football. What is your rebuilding tight end trade target? When I saw this on the show sheet, I was extremely happy. You have no So. Who are you trading for? Yeah, when I when I wrote this name down, I knew you would be excited. You know, I, I almost did this just for you. But actually, I do think he's a great buyer for a rebuilding team. Um, Greg Dulcich, uh, do you want a part of this Denver Broncos offense? The offense has actually been pretty good. It's the defense that's the problem. 
and that puts the offense in a lot of passing situations. And what we've been hearing out of Denver recently is they're looking to kind of tear everything down and restart. And, and they traded Randy Gregory, and they said they did that because they want to give some young players more of a chance. We've heard trade rumors around their wide receivers for over a year now. And, you know, if, if this start is how it's going to go the rest of the season, I, I have no doubt that one of Judy or Sutton will be on their way out, probably going to Carolina. So this thing is going to start to be looking like a rebuild. Maybe a retool because it's Sean Payton and he doesn't want to go through a rebuild. But they're going to have to retool this team a little bit. And I think someone that's going to stay and stick around and be a productive player is Greg Dulcich because he is a great tight end out of the slot. He was six last year um, in the whole NFL with his slot snaps. I mean, he's basically a glorified uh, snap uh, slot wide receiver. He, tight end 18 as a rookie, fancy points per game. I like his production that he's shown. I like the team that he's on. Doesn't have a lot of comp- competition. I know they traded for Adam Troutman, but Greg Dolcich is better than Adam Troutman. It's been unfortunate he's been injured by the dip with his injury. The tight end landscape's a little tough right now. I think Greg Dolcich is a guy that once he comes back on the field, his value is going to increase. So a good guy for rebuilders to go acquire. And he's not expensive. You have some aging veterans on your team like Zach Ertz, Tyler Higby, um, you know, you maybe even a guy like Chig who. I don't necessarily believe in long-term as much as Greg Dalsich or um, some of those other younger tight ends. Maybe I can move one of those guys, go acquire Greg Dalsich for a swap. Maybe you need to add a third, but also you might be able to pick up Greg Dalsich just for a 24 third, a late 25 second. Um, definitely want to get it done. But Greg Dalsich for a third, one of those older players, I think that's a great move right now um, as a throw-in in a trade package. A guy that's acquirable right now, pretty cheap, and I think has upside and value insulation. Yeah. You're right. Adam Troutman, man, he ain't it. On the season through five games, nine catches for 60 yards and one touchdown. And I mean, that's uh, just about as good as Don Kincaid this year. Yeah. Oh, wow. What a disappointment he's been. But you know what? And you heard it in one of the previous podcasts we did. And I, I've said it before. I've said it again. Elite talent plus elite offense doesn't always equal instant production. You know, when you have an elite offense, there's going to be other guys that have been there for a while. They're going to be more acclimated. So, but hey, you know, the fact of the matter is Dalton Kincaid is not doing it. So who am I going after? Because I've been making moves. I'm going after your current tight end one as of this recording. Sam Laporta from the Detroit Lions. Can we give it up for Sam Laporta? Hold on. I'm still learning how this works. Where is it? Where is it? There it is. I had to go to a different page on here. Sorry. So listen, the tight end one as a rookie. That's amazing. He's at almost 300 yards already. And I understand, oh, 300 yards, big deal. But it's a tight end, a rookie tight end. He's got three touchdowns with eight plays of 20 yards or more. Super impressive because Jared Goff isn't always throwing the ball 20 yards or more, so he's making things happen after the catch. This was the ideal landing spot, much like the Dalton Kincaid spot. The difference is this one's working out. He's shown fantastic rapport with Jared Goff. Andrews, tight end three, Kelsey, tight end four, and TJ Hawkinson, tight end six, are all below him, which we did not expect. You were drafting those guys way ahead of Sam Laporta in startups this past year. Lock him up now. You have your starting tight end for years. By the way, pre-draft tight end one, Dalton Kincaid is tight end 35. Mm. That's That hurts because I, I actually was not able to get Dalton Kincaid. 
I was bummed about it. I'm still bummed about it. I do still believe in the talent. Not everybody's the next Sam Laporta. Sorry. So I would move off of any of the aforementioned tight ends. Now, that being said, I would still love to have those guys, but we're rebuilding here, okay? You try to leverage Laporta as a tear down, like I did with Brandon Ayuk. You want to get some additional draft capital back. So if I could move a Kelsey or Hawk and get Sam Laporta in a second, I'd be okay with that, to be honest with you. With the way these guys are playing, you know, Kelsey's a little banged up right now. Um, Nate, the Baltimore Ravens offense, I don't think has been looking like what we thought it would be. I Not yet. More of Not the, the Jackson and the Andrews connection. Also, has Odell Beckham done anything this year besides He's be hurt? Been hurt. It's what we expected. It's sadly what we. There are certain times where we don't want things to come to fruition, and that. That's what I expected as a Ravens fan, not as a fantasy analyst. As a fantasy analyst, I was like, well, if you know Beckham's healthy, I'm going to wish the best. But as a biased Ravens fan on the other side, you know, I appreciate the uh, 17 million we handed out to him, but uh, I said he's probably going to be available for about six games, so he better be good in those six. Well, I could say this: another good rebuilding trade target would be Zay Flowers if you could get your hands on him right now. Love the report he is showing with. Yep. Um, He's the wide receiver one already. He came in the week one, was the wide receiver one, hasn't let go. He is that offense for the uh, receivers. And he's working out. Unlike so, like Rashad Bateman, unlike Rashad Perriman, dating myself with that one there. This guy's working out, so I love to see it. Um, Nate, before we move on, do you have any other anything to add to Sam Laporta? You're tight end one, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I mean, gotta love Sam Laporta. I'm pretty upset. I drafted him in a couple of places, but I actually moved off of him um, before the season. And that By hurts. the way, Bob has actively been trying to get Sam Laporta for me in the Rewind Crew League. He's actively trying everywhere, and he's finding it impossible. <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing you will not find impossible, and that's hanging out while you hear a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back, everybody. So let's get back into our next trade target, and that's the quarterback position. So, Nate, you're going young. I'm going young, too, just not as young as you. Who are you trading for at this position? Yeah, it seems like maybe not the guy that you'd expect to go go after right now, but I'm interested in going in out and acquiring Bryce Young. Bryce Young hasn't had the greatest start to the season. Um, you know, he only scored 20 points for the first time, in week five. So it took him four games to get to at least 20 points in PPR. Um, you know, honestly, if you take away Anthony Richardson and you take away CJ Stroud, that's not bad. That's not bad, Mike. You know, we can't compare players and then, um, you know, use that to say that they're bad just because I, the other players are good. I do want to just jump in and say I'm starting to get a little concerned about Anthony Richardson. I know it's early mm-hmm. in his rookie season, but this is the second time he's been hurt now. I'm a little worried. Is all. Yeah. But continue. He's got a 64% completion rate. And the wide receivers he's playing with aren't that great. Adam Thielen, respect for Adam Thielen. He's been doing um, a wonderful job out of the slot. I have him in my Scott Fishbowl team, and he's he's one of my MVPs. Good pick. But, but outside of that, those wide receivers aren't really showing up for Bryce Young right now. I don't think that offense as a whole is really showing up. Miles Sanders has been banged up a bunch and not been productive when he's been on the field. Bryce Young's not getting any help right now. But Bryce Young is still talented because he's still putting up a good completion rate. They're only he's only averaging 5.2 yards per attempt, Mike. That's not good. That is not good. 
and it shows you how the wide receivers and the offense has really um, struggled because Bryce Young, we saw it in college, he's a great thrower of the deep ball. You know, he had that Russell Wilson-like deep ball, and no one in Carolina he can connect with for that kind of deep ball. There's just no one there that is able to do that. Adam Thielen's playing out of the slot now in this offense uh, versus, you know, playing out of the outside a lot in Minnesota. He's not going deep down the field. And Jonathan Mingo hasn't been healthy and ready to go. So, you know, he hasn't had that deep connection, really been limiting that offense. And continuing on this trend of this is a Carolina problem, not really a Bryce Young problem so far this year. I, I was a little worried about Bryce Young, but – it's really a Carolina problem because you look at the, the completion percentage against zone coverage, Mike. 71.1% completion rate, 13th best in the NFL. It's pretty good. Pretty good for a rookie through four games. Against man coverage, when your wide receivers got to create separation against the defense, 47.2% completion rate, which is 32nd in the NFL. So why is there such a big difference between the zone coverage completion rate and the man coverage completion rate? I think it's the wide receivers, Mike. I don't think there's anyone helping out there. We've heard that they want to go out and acquire, you know, a wide receiver one for that offense. I don't know what that's going to look like for them. Like I mentioned earlier, maybe Jerry Judy, maybe Cortland Sutton. Um, But this is a buy low window on Bryce Young. The other quarterbacks have gone off very strong to start the season. People are devaluing Bryce Young when he is, you know, just as talented of quarterback and just the situation for him. It's just not as good as the other ones, has worked out. You know, we didn't think the Texans situation was great, but Nico Collins has looked incredible this year, one of the best wide receivers so far this year. Tank Dell has looked really good. Um, you know, yeah, nice call, Mike. You were all over Nico Collins this offseason. But I was wrong on Tank Dell, so owning my L's there too. So, yeah. And so, you know, I want to go out there and acquire Bryce Young. I think right now, right, for Bryce Young, you can probably get him for like a mid-24 first. Um, someone is likely willing to move off of him, but the more, the what you're more likely to have luck with Mike is moving a quarterback. Cause you know, it's hard to move for a quarterback without giving a quarterback back. Yeah. It's, it's very difficult. Um, unless someone just happens to have like five quarterbacks on their team. So, you know, some quarterbacks that, you know, I would be opening to move, you know, you know, Kenny Pickett in a second might be able to get you Bryce Young. Um, if someone's a Kenny Pickett fan, because Hey, they beat the Ravens. So you might be able to sell that. Um, maybe if Matt Cannon gets fired, maybe you can make that deal. But um, Sam Howell in a second might be something um, for someone who is a fan of Sam Howell as well. These are some really low values for uh, Bryce Young, but you might be able to get them in some leagues. Otherwise, you're probably looking at players like Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, that you can move for Bryce Young. Um, you know, get a little bit younger if you want to move off of one of those guys who, you know, we don't know what's going on with Kirk Cousins moving forward, Justin Jefferson. Um, I believe he is actually on the IR mic um, at this point. And there's some question marks about, you know, Kirk's future in Minnesota. And Dak hasn't looked too great himself, you know, coming off this uh, a pretty bad loss in week five against the 49ers. Yeah, I've also seen Dak play much worse than yeah. this. I, I'm not as worried about Dak as everyone else. No, I mean, the game against San Francisco, one touchdown, three picks. San Francisco's got a good defense. You take those three picks away and you're at – um you have five touchdowns and one interception on the season. So yeah. I'm not super worried about Dak long-term. Also, his nickname is The Fortress. Never heard that one before. It's awful. It's what yeah, it says yeah. on a pro football reference. Oh, man. Oh, man. You also might be able to move. Just just 
one last thing. Geno Smith, Russell Wilson have been productive. If someone needs a productive yeah. quarterback and has Bryce Young, might be able to make that move too. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, I like that. You know, moving on from those aging guys, if you're rebuilding, you want to get younger. I absolutely love where your head's at there. And that's why I'm trying to acquire Green Bay Packers quarterback Jordan Love. Look, he's got a good grasp of the offense. He's got a good arm. He's got no problem spreading the ball around to his young wide receiver core. As of this recording, I like his touchdown to interception ratio, which is eight to three. It's better than Dax. Better than the Fortresses, by the way. Um, his current stats, again, as of this recording, 74 of 132, 901 yards, eight touchdowns, three picks. He's added 16 carries for 72 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. So not exactly super rushing prowess, but he's got the two rushing touchdowns. Fantastic. I've loved what I'm seeing from him so far. Keep trade cuts, got him at quarterback 13, quarterback 12 on the season. So you're going to have to pay up a little bit more for Jordan Love, I feel, um, than like a Bryce Young right now. I like to stagger my first. So whenever you hear me talk about staggered picks, one this year, one the year mm -hmm. after, just in case you're wondering. Yeah. So if I have to do two first, I would. I don't want to start there. But like a 24 and a 25th um, or trading back, trading away an older quarterback with upside. Like we just talked about, you know, guys like Geno Smith, um, Kirk Cousins, maybe even a Deshaun Watson. Haven't really been a Deshaun Watson disciple nope. over here. Nah. I'm not moving off of Jared Goff, though, because he's just played so well. And I heard some rumors that he's going to get some, possibly a contract extension. Sorry, Hendon Hooker, but I think the Lions like Detroit Goff more than fantasy players like to think. Sorry, Zach. Yeah, sorry, Zach. You know, not that not that Zach's telling you to draft Hendon Hooker or that he watched any film on him. He's just telling you that the value was was really really good. Um, so let's just take a couple minutes here before we head out. Nate, we'll start with you. What is your best advice for approaching trades and trade targets when you're rebuilding? Yep, I think you have to go after someone on a different timeline than you. You got to go find the teams that are contenders that are looking for production. If you're a rebuilding team, you don't care about production. You know, in fact, if you play with a potential points system for your draft, you, in fact, don't want points. You want to move off of production. So, you know, finding places where you can give points away and then take either less points or find future draft capital, you know, you really want to make your choice and kind of go all in on it. You know, you don't want to waffle. Um, you know, back and forth, you know, you don't want to go out and acquire a 26 year old running back. If you're in a rebuild, that's not really fitting your timeline. Cause if you're in a rebuild, you're at least looking towards next season. So any player you acquire should make sense next season. Cause if, if you're acquiring them now, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to have them next season. Then you should be intending to flip them. Um, if you think maybe their value is going to rise throughout the season and you can pick somebody else up with them, you know, that can be a move you make, but most of the time, if you're not planning to move off of them anytime soon, they need to make sense for your next season. So making sure that, you know, you're going after young players, of course, and draft capital, but also players that, you know, maybe are middle of their career, but are going to have a, be a free agent at the end of the year. Or, you know, maybe a player in front of them is going to be a free agent next year. You know, one player that I mentioned as a stash a lot this offseason is Tyler Scott because Darnell Mooney. Um, is a free agent after this year. And look, Chase Claypool already left the team. So Tyler Scott's now the wide receiver three on the team. Um, Darnell Mooney, if he's on his way out after this season because they just traded for DJ Moore, Tyler Scott could be the wide receiver two, unless they bring somebody in. But even in that case, 
you know, he's likely the wide receiver three still. Someone to stash, someone who's free right now. Um, you know, finding guys like that and, you know, using that to your advantage. Yeah, just to kind of echo your statement, find players that make sense for your team. Like you're rebuilding. Yes, Josh Allen is still a young player. He does not make sense for your team. Yes, Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase are still young players. They do not make sense for your team. It's like parking a Lamborghini under a cheap carport. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So just find players that make sense for your team. You might have to go for just you know, low risk, high reward guys. Like if they don't do anything great because you barely paid anything to get them on your roster. Um, So that's all we got for today. Thank you for listening and we will see you next time. Thinking about which rookies to target in your fantasy football draft? Look no further than the NFL Mock Draft Database. We are your home for all things NFL Mock Drafts by sourcing experts and analysts from all over the internet. NFL Mock Draft Database also offers users an ever-changing consensus player rankings to keep you informed on the incoming draft class as you build your dynasty team. Think you have what it takes to be a GM in the NFL? Give our free NFL Mock Draft Simulator a spin, which offers many features such as pick trading, historical draft years, and more. Join us at www.nflmockdraftdatabase.com or follow us on X at underscore mock drafts. All right, everyone, that is going to do it for us this week. But if you're headed to a game, make sure you check out SeatGeek.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things live events. It offers the best price available. Use the promo code DYNASTYREWIND. You'll get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Don't forget, if you want to play some best ball, head on over to Underdog. It's the easiest buy-in in fantasy football. And it's not having to worry about setting your lineups, man. That's what it's all about. So, again, underdog.com. Use the promo code REWIND. A 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. Visit our store over at payhip.com forward slash dynasty rewind. That's where you find our roster reviews. That's where you find all of our manuals and everything like that. Head on over there now. Grab some merch at spreadshop.com. Link is down below. And we want to see you in our community. And that is patreon.com forward slash dynasty rewind. But... Until next time, everybody, for my faithful co-hosts, Chev Nooney and Nate Christian, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind, please rewind. Thank you for listening.